Hello and welcome back to Dispatches from the Dam. I'm your host, Emily Moore, and on this week's episode, we're going to hear from our librarian, Ms. Sinchenko. Thank you for joining us, Ms. Sinchenko. Well, thank you for having me. Um, so why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, what exactly would you like to know? Anything. Just introduce yourself. Well, I have been a teacher since 1988, and uh, for eight years I taught uh, children in Russia how to speak English, and then I immigrated to the United States when I was 30 years old, and um, it took me uh, a couple of years to get a degree in library science, and then I have been a Corinth High School librarian since 2001. Wow. So you you taught children in Russia English. Yes. That's that's cool. I didn't know that. Um so you kind of gave us like a brief overview of how you got to be here at Carnes. Right. Why don't you go through the whole story as much as you you can or want to? Well, uh the the um pathway is pretty standard. You just get a graduate degree in library science mm -hmm. and uh um then you get a job. <laughs> oh, no, I meant like when you started your teaching career. Right, right. So, like, how was it moving from Russia to here? I guess was my question. How was that transition between? Well, uh, I see. Well, the immigrant experience itself, it's pretty intense and uh, uh, even traumatic. It's a universal thing that because many people who immigrate uh, to the United States they have this illusion that uh, America is the land of milk and honey and the shiny city on the hill. And so they project all of their fantasies and aspirations and they uh, basically assume that they're moving to paradise and uh, then uh, they discover that no this is an actual society with all its flaws and there is this um, very intense moment of disillusionment it's not a moment it's a process and um, it takes a while to adjust and obviously it's a very uh, interesting process because it changes who you are because now you kind of have a, an understanding of what life is like in two different cultures and um what, what was the question again? oh no i was just saying like how is the the experience you know teaching in russia you're, uh -huh. you're not you're not from america right. that transition from russia to america coming here right did you initially like did you live in tennessee did you come to live in tennessee yes i did yes did you have like family here uh no well yes and no because my husband is an american from east tennessee and mm -hmm. he um served an, um in the peace corps for three years and lived there and he worked as a teacher at the school where I was a teacher, and this is how I met and got married, and we actually lived there for a couple of years, and then uh, once I moved, so we had talked about what it's like to be a teacher in Russia versus America a lot, Yeah, because he had the exact mirror experience of what I would eventually have, mm -hmm. uh, meaning being an American, teaching in Russia, and constantly sort of talking about how similar and yet different it is yeah going back to you describing the experiences like it you you become disillusioned with america how was how did you 
become disillusioned. How was that process for you? Right. Well, w- w- one of the biggest disillusionment uh, was that um, there is no, that public education doesn't extend to uh, the birth to five age group. In other words, that there are no quality or not all child care facilities are quality facilities with people with college degrees who are teachers there, who know uh, the importance of reading to children, for example, or having, um, you know, planned lessons even for kids as young as uh, at a, a, of preschool age. So that was hard to understand that such an important stage of life from birth to uh, up to kindergarten age, uh, that the standards, the high standards that apply to public schools for kids from the age of five till 18, that they don't apply to younger children. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the whole idea that there is no national system of child care, that was extremely disappointing. Yeah, we hear a lot about that nowadays, especially with like the push for universal basic income and things like that. And also some some sort of um you know, for better quality standards for preschool education. And it really is stra- sad. I think the fact that America is so far away from Europe and uh, is not influenced by the good influences that exist there about things of that nature, like quality preschool education. Because I had a kid, uh, a toddler at this time, and so um, I was I worried about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So you came from Russia here to Carnes to be. Did you have the intentions of being a librarian when you came to America? Well, when I was a teenager, I considered being a librarian because I was an avid reader and I did spend a lot of time in the library and uh, trying to, you know, find books that I needed and couldn't find them and this sort of thing. And so um, it wasn't foreign to me completely. But my husband uh, became a school librarian after he came back to America after preschool. And uh, the job market was fantastic. And so I felt that I had a good chance of getting a job, even though I had an accent. And um, I worried that there may be some gaps in my uh, knowledge of American society and American history and uh, that I would uh, end up being a teacher and not knowing something every third grader knows and i had a lot of anxiety about that yeah and so the the job market was fantastic at the time and because my husband uh, was asked uh, was offered a job at every school he interviewed at and when i witnessed this situation that i i had a very good chance of getting a professional job i I decided it was a no-brainer that I, I, the very minimum I'll try, I would try, and I did, and it worked. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. (laughs) So you said that as a teenager, you had considered being a librarian. What did you want to be when you were, like, little? What was your dream career? My dream career, I thought I would, as any bookish kid probably, I thought I would be a college instructor. 
So kind of moving like to the present. What's your favorite thing about being librarian here at Carnes? I really like our community because uh, it has this mellow feel. People are easygoing and laid back and uh, uh, friendly. I don't know. I just feel that it's a very, uh, I guess, peaceful community. I don't know. I have all, I've always felt that our kids, considering the stresses that they face, many of them have job, after school jobs and activities and they spend eight hours a day at school. I feel like they're under so much pressure from different angles. They could be a whole lot angrier or uh, ruder. I feel that they are pretty nice considering how much they carry on their shoulders. Yes. What is one thing about being the librarian that you feel like needs improvement? Not your least favorite thing, but the thing that you would like to change. Uh, I, the most trivial answer would be, you know, better funding, more resources. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the, you know, the easiest thing to say. But um, I feel like that things go the way they go for many different reasons. And in many ways, it couldn't be any other way. For example, students don't read as much as I would like them to. But I do understand that with the new intensely entertaining and fast-paced forms of entertainment like TikTok uh, and other uh, online platforms, it would be foolish not to acknowledge that the overstimulated people uh, of today wouldn't become less interested in reading. It makes sense. And so I am disappointed that kids don't read as much as I would like them to, but I also understand that it couldn't be any other way, considering how many demands uh, exist on our time and energy and attention and how many forms of entertainment exist. So there are many things I don't like, but I also understand that things the way they are for very powerful reasons. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Do you have a favorite book? No, that would be, uh, I think it's, it's well, I don't know, for people who read a lot, uh, I don't think it would be feasible to pick a favorite book. Somebody said that every human being has a story in their life that could be turned into a good book. Oh, yeah. And so considering there are 7 billion people in the world, think about uh, how varied these stories could be and to select one means saying no to all the other stories and that would be a loss in other words the beauty of reading is that you get uh, a view of so many uh, worlds and uh, look through so many windows and go into different lives through so many doors that the very variety is the uh, kicker is that's what makes it yeah, interesting. So yeah. I'm very much against the whole notion of a favorite book. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Do you have anything to add that I haven't asked you, or you would like to say? Well, I was under the impression that this was supposed to be a very short podcast. I think we've this been is going this, on. It, this is long. short. Okay. Um, some of our episodes have been thirty minutes. Okay. Um. Sometimes they just go like that. Sometimes you just get you get talking like like we did. Right. 
uh, that's that's kind of the point is to we wanted to get to know you because a lot of kids see you around right. and they don't know who they don't know who you are they don't know your story and so the goal of the podcast is to put a spotlight on the people that we don't get to know a right. lot so and the librarian very important figure in the school that's where you get your information from right so well i'm very flattered that you decided to invite me i'm glad you came so if you don't have anything to add, uh, thank you for coming. Well, thank you. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. You can visit us at CarnesChronicle.com and on Instagram and Twitter at Best Damn News to support our newspaper. Thank you. Thank you.